Hey everybody, welcome back to The Local Youth Worker, a podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. Um, if you tuned in last week, you know that I still have uh, Scott Bird and Chris Holland with me. Scott, Chris, how's it going? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> um, but we, we ended it somewhat abruptly last week. I was trying to be sensitive to the time for you guys. Um, and then as I was drawing that to a close, I realized I had not recorded the podcast on one of the formats on my computer, but thankfully, Chris, and this is something we'll maybe get into at another time, uh, Chris has like three other podcasts, and he's the tech guy, so thankfully, he had recorded uh, portions of the the podcast to get to you guys, um, but yeah, I ended that somewhat abruptly, and we were talking about some some negatives of youth ministry, uh, even though we, we got into some positive, e- even in the midst of that, but I wanted us to pick up talking about um, joys of the ministry. Before we get into that, I do want to tell our, our listeners, as I mentioned last week, we do have some exciting news about the, the podcast that we're going to discuss on this episode as well. Give us just a little bit of a peek into 2022 and what we plan to do as the podcast launches again in January. Um, but before we do that, let, let's let's pick up with kind of joys of the ministry. Um, Scott, I guess we can, we can start with you of just why do you enjoy doing youth ministry? Uh, Chris, we'll, we'll, we'll pick up with you as well. I mean, again, we said ministry is hard. There's going to be challenges, but there's obvious joy there as well. So, Scott, what are some things you enjoy about youth ministry? Yeah, I think the uh, kind of the opportunity that there is in youth ministry, you know, youth are, are – I think it's the most impressionable time, that seventh to twelfth grade time. I mean, that's kind of where they're laying a foundation for what direction they're going to go in college and then what direction they're going to go from there. Um, so I think just the opportunity there is to kind of to walk people through life, pointing them to Christ and um, kind of laying a foundation that they're going to build the rest of their life on. Uh, I think I think that's part of it. I think. Uh, I really enjoy just the opportunity there is to be goofy and dumb and immature. I mean, there's what other job can you, you know, make potty humor uh, jokes and <laughs> things like that. And it's like acceptable uh, yeah, as a 34 year old man. Um, and so I, I just love like being able to be goofy and, and silly, but at the same time, be serious with students. And um, like I said, point them to Christ. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I'll just react to those two things. I mean, one is I remember, um, I can't remember if, if someone was talking to me one time and I was talking about some of the frustrations of uh, youth ministry, but then I said, you know what, um, to me, adult ministry is much more frustrating than youth ministry because the youth that there's by God's grace, there's an actual chance that they're going to listen to you. And like you said, they're impressionable because adults are more set in their ways and more reluctant and, um, so yeah, to me, there is the opportunity is, um, awesome in youth ministry. And then, yeah, there's just something so refreshing of seeing like middle school boys just being goofy together. And I'm not saying that, you know, middle school girls or high school boys or girls, whatever, but middle school boys just watching them be goofy. And it's just kind of refreshing. It's like, man, this is just, you know, so much fun. Um, so yeah, totally I agree with that. Chris, what are some thoughts you have? You know, I, I got, I got a friend, uh, back in Bama, Alabama, that is, that is a surgeon. And we went to dinner one night and uh, with a number of friends. I'm like, what do you, why do you love your job? And that just seems gross. Like <laughs> I see my own blood. I, I like, get, 
Like I cut my finger at this Persian restaurant the other night, and bless her, as soon as I saw the blood coming out of my finger, I like started getting fainty and, fainty and pukey, and I hobbled to the bathroom and kicked on the door for a, a band aid to the kitchen, <laughs> and then like dropped. Anyway, I don't like blood, so it was intriguing to me why someone would invest a hundred years of their life in school and all that stuff. And he said, "You know, Chris, there, there's just something about it when you open someone up, and your hands." are being warmed by their body heat oh my goodness. while you're inside of them to do this work. He said, there's something that is just visceral and real that I am inside this person's like most tender uh, cavity doing this deep work that if I don't do it, their life is not going to be good. But if I do it and I'm faithful to answer that call to do it, their life is going to be better. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, I look at I look at youth ministry the same way. Like we've been called into doing dirty, bloody work and being with your kids. I mean, how many times do you hear somebody say things like, if you want to know what the family's like, sit down with their kids. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what direction the, the parents are leading their kids to, you know, the, the, their lives in, ask their kids how, how their parents live and just ask them what their home life is like. Uh, being able to be in youth ministry is one of those times where you get to stick your hands in and um, kind of feel the heat of the family of who someone really is and what a family body and family unit looks like. And uh, I just find that really, really exciting to be called um, affectionately by God to do open heart surgery hmm. in a family through um, through kids and through youth and um, I just find that just so gratifying. I, I can't imagine myself doing anything. I mean, we all have things, you know, that we could imagine maybe doing. I think back to like Charles Spurgeon and lectures to my students when he says, you know, if you can imagine yourself doing anything else, uh, go and do it. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. But like, I, I just can't Charles imagine Spurgeon that. said? I mean, <laughs> it's an Alabama. <laughs> the Alabama. Um, so it's like, so I don't know. I mean, does that make sense? Like, I, just to get move towards the heat of what's really happening. Kids are just so honest when they're being honest, and they are horrible at hiding how insecure they are. You know, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just find that being able to speak scripture and speak truth, uh, to be around them and uh, be a part of their life, be a big brother. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just to love on them, invite them into your home. And um, I don't know. I love everything about youth ministry except for parents. And it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I slipped that in. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things like you know pretty quick whether you're really called or not. Hmm. And I've been doing this about 15 years, and I just I just love it. I can't see mm-hmm. myself doing anything other than that. Yeah. Now, and, what, and what would you guys – and you've – probably already answered this, but if you had to sum it up, it's okay. One thing like your favorite thing, you know, aspect of youth ministry, um, kind of even looking at your weekly schedule. Um, what is it if you had to kind of sum it up in, in one thing? Um, and I know oh, it, oh, I, got it. Okay, I got it. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, so I do this thing with, uh, I, I do think that it's part of it's part of our responsibility as ministers to identify calling and uh, to identify future shepherds. Uh, and so on Wednesdays from five to six, 
before our midweek or Wednesday night service starts for the youth. Um, God is just, he's revealed through just conversations with parents or conversations with kids or just watching the kids has identified um, a number of guys and girls that I think may be being called into ministry. So from five to six before the big youth starts and all the kids start flooding in, um, we sit down and we, I'll take them for 30 minutes through the scripture that I'll be teaching that night. And then 30 minutes of kind of Q and a with a hypothetical kind of situation. And so they can only respond in that. And, and during that time, they have to dig through their Bibles. I let them use the computer as a resource. I don't care what it is. It's, I'll give them a scenario like a kid walks into your room, office or a parent comes into your office and says, this is happening. How do you handle it? <clears throat> and so for 30 minutes, they'll basically will dialogue about how we handle and respond to things in a biblical Christ-like way. Or it may be 30 minutes of, okay, here's how you start from scratch a ministry. Here's what a church planner does. And I'll have different church planners call and do a Zoom call with my kids and talk about their experience in church planting. But basically what I'm trying to do is um, shape and uh, give opportunities to those kids who may be being called into ministry in the future, whether it's youth ministry, college ministry, Sunday school teaching, whatever. Uh, give them an opportunity to exercise kind of those gifts in that group. What we're going to do next semester, and I'm really excited about this, is they're all going to uh, craft their own sermon out of a section of text. Uh, in particular, we're in the PCA, so the, the guys are and the girls will craft uh, a Bible study. The, out of the guys, whoever has the best sermon, we're going to ask our pastor if they can preach it on a Sunday morning and just give them a shot. Um, My gosh, I would throw up as a senior in high school if I had to get up in front <laughs> I, and preach. <clears throat> I've done this many times. I've had two kids faint on me <laughs> and they, they ended up becoming interns. One of them's going to go into ministry. Um, but like, it's all about like giving them the experience. Like I really trust these kids to do a good job and I'm really excited about it. But that's one of the things I'm super excited about right now mm -hmm. is just seeing how God's calling kids and then um, being able to have an active role in that shaping and discipling of their ministry in the future. That's just really exciting to me. Hmm. No, that is, that is exciting. Scott, what about you? Um, okay. Remind me what the, question was if you had to sum up uh, one thing that you love about youth ministry um what, what what is it um i really think spending time with students uh, i think that's that's probably where i get the most joy uh in ministry is is hanging out with especially guys that i've been with for a while like our senior high guys are uh guys that i've been with you know since they were in seventh grade and just really enjoy them and they're they take their faith seriously they ask good questions but they're also just a lot of fun um and so i think i think just spending time with students is probably the, the most joy giving part of, of youth ministry for me mm -hmm. hey scott who are like the kids that are easiest for you to hang out with and who are the kids that are hardest to hang out with for you uh the kids that are easiest to hang out with are those who are more mature and spe specifically more mature in their faith that um you know it kind of naturally conversation just kind of naturally goes to spiritual things and um they might take the opportunity of, of hanging out to ask questions about the bible or what they're reading or or whatever else that that's kind of the easiest for me 
I'd say the hardest are those kids that I feel like don't like me uh, or, you know, it's because, you know, there are those students that you feel like, okay, they don't really like me. I'm not sure why. And I want to continue <laughs> pursuing them and they'll, they'll agree to hang out, but, uh, but it just feels a little awkward and a little bit like, do I address this or do I not? And, you know, you, I don't know, you, you got to kind of work to make them realize I don't hate you and, you know, I'm for you. Uh, yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't care if you didn't come to youth group for two months, like that, that doesn't bother me. Uh, I still like you, you know? So those are probably the hardest besides, you know, seventh grade boys that don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fun. Um, it is. I mean, even the seventh grade boys, who don't know how to talk to people. That can be fun at times trying to get them to talk and even, mm -hmm. um, poking fun at them a little bit, drawing them out a little bit. Um, well, look, that, that's good to, to, you know, hit on some of the joys and I'm sure we, we might even have some opportunities to talk more about, you know, challenges and, and uh, joys of, of youth ministry. I wanted to, to transition to talk about kind of a preview of how uh, the podcast is going to change a little bit. Uh, just give our, our listeners uh, some idea. And really that kind of serves as a little bit of a segue, as I think about, you know, when this podcast first started out, um, it was a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, um, and it was centered on five questions, uh, and we would break those five questions up into five different segments. Um, Scott, I know you said you liked the, the five segments. Do you remember the five questions we used to ask every youth worker? Oh, gosh. Um putting you on the spot. I remember some of them. What are you reading right now? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. It's uh Chris to you. I don't know if you, you listened or not as much. I know Scott, um, was an avid listener. That's right. Yeah, I can't, I can't. It's uh, so, what's your shoe size? Um, that's it. Yeah. No, so it was a uh, number Mondays. What's the best thing you've done Tuesdays? What's your biggest mistake? And next, what's a truth you cling to for encouragement in ministry? Thursday, what's something you've done to foster a relationship with parents? And then Friday, oh. um, what books, you know, outside of the Bible have influenced you the most? Um, so each of those were about 10 minutes each. You know, we'd record it in one sitting and uh, then we would break those up into to five separate segments. Um, but the tagline that before each episode of the local youth worker i would read and I've, I've got it here in some notes uh, it says the the, lo the local youth worker is a daily podcast that focuses on five questions each week ranging from the practical practical to the professional we're looking for answers to questions you're asking whether you're in full-time part-time or volunteer youth ministry this podcast is for you um so we really wanted this podcast to be you know very practical as well as you know professional kind of breaking that down a little bit, um, you know, we just get into kind of the practical nuts and bolts of youth ministry. We'd have plenty of discussions about just kind of every day. Here's what we did in ministry. Here's some programs that have worked. Here's some programs that didn't work. Here's how we've changed some things. But then we'd also have the quote unquote professional. We'd have those, you know, counselors come on. We would have authors come on about a certain topic. And so we wanted to cover a range of topics. And, um, in many ways, we, we still, the local youth worker is still doing that. Um, it's still kind of in each of our kind of longer format that we've switched to, we're 
doing longer formatted interviews that touch on practical as well as kind of more professional um, content. Um, but we wanted to restructure the podcast um, in January uh, to have three different segments. Um, and just so you know, uh, it's not just going to be me on this podcast anymore. Chris and Scott are going to be a part of this. Um, as of now, we have Linda Oliver, who's going to be with us consistently, as well as Kurt Cooper. Um, and there's some others, too, that we hope to reach out to. So it's not just going to be me all the time on this, this podcast. But uh, Kurt, as we were discussing it, um, he kind of came up with a, uh, a meal analogy. Um, th this podcast will have three segments, most likely, um, in each episode. And if you think of a meal, you have appetizers, you have sides, and then you have your main course. And so what's going to be the same about this podcast is we'll still have a main course, which is going to be a longer formatted interview. It's 20 to 40 minutes, somewhere in there. That's always at the end. Um, but at the beginning, we'll have some appetizers. So we'll have some shorter segments. And then the sides might be segments more to like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, but some of those, uh, do you guys, any of y'all want to jump in and talk a little bit about some of the appetizers we said that we would, um, discuss a little bit and we're, we're not going too much on a script here. So I'm kind of putting you guys on, on the spot. You know, I, what I'm really excited about is like, <clears throat> excuse me, when we, we go down the line of thinking about the needs of youth, local youth pastors, um, what this team has kind of has come up with is some of the most Im important things like games, <laughs> right? Like how do you do games? Like what games are good? How do you cycle them? Like in discussing nickel and dime, like, I don't know if y'all ever got on the YouTube channel, uh, youth group, great games. Did you ever look at that? He's got like 380,000 sure hits of views on each of his videos. And it's just one game per video. Wow. It's like, that is such a great need. I mean, and he quit like 10 years ago posting them. I don't know. He must have died or something, but um, <laughs> like it's, it's just crazy just how important. Yeah, sorry. It, like, it's crazy how important games, like Kurt said um, a while back at a, at a youth leader training, look, look, y'all, and he moved his hair over to the side, look, y'all, if your youth group ain't fun, you're not doing a good job. <laughs> And I mean, and that's, that's true. It's youth ministry. You don't bore them to death, but doing games is, is one of those things that I'm constantly asking for insight and questions about, uh, definitely resources and what books are you reading, but more importantly, like what are books that are landing with your youth? Like, <clears throat> and how are you utilizing these books? Like we're going through John through one of your books, uh, insecure right now with our entire middle school. And it would be awesome that if before um, I'd read that, somebody else said, I'm reading Insecure, and this is why it's good, and this is how we're using it. Hmm. And just in any book, I'm not just giving a pitch for you because you paid me $100 <laughs> before the show, but like if, when people give out those things and give me really practical steps, if, if you're someone that's looking for a practical place to learn how to find tools, utilize them effectively, hear testimonies of how it worked out and how it didn't work out, um to get ideas to kind of refresh different aspects of your ministry um or just find refreshment in the gospel i think this is a place for you mm -hmm. would y'all agree totally yeah and i mean that, that's something yeah you know um rym started um because it was wanting 
to move away from fun and games youth ministry that um, three youth pastors who Lord willing are going to come on this podcast in 2022 to kind of give the history of RYM since Lord willing RYM celebrating its 50th anniversary in 2022. Um, they wanted to start RYM because they were discouraged of just fun and games in youth ministry. But at the same time, we know games have a place in youth ministry and we want youth ministry to be fun. And so to kind of have those appetizers at the beginning of, okay, here's a game that works really well with our group. And here's how you do it. And as Kurt has already said, it, it could be pretty difficult to explain some of these games just using, you know, our voices and words and not pictures. So um, that could be a challenge. It could be fun. Um, but to talk about games, but to talk about resources as well um, and say, this is how I use this. This is how it worked really well with my group and um, all of those kind of practical things. And there's many other categories that we hope to introduce kind of in this appetizer section. But just again, for our listeners, when you tune into this podcast, you'll have that right at the beginning. Then there will be a transition and you'll get into some more kind of sides. And these are some discussions that might be a little bit longer. And um, even at times, some of those sides could be kind of more of the main course. Um, but uh, one of the things we, we've we've talked about, I mean, Scott, do you want to touch on that kind of hearing from youth workers a little bit? Yeah. Um... I think that's kind of the thing I'm, I'm most excited about, about the new format. It's just kind of hearing from different people, kind of the segments are going to expose us to a lot of different youth workers and, and people in ministry. Um, but yeah, I think the sides is, is going to be really good with um, just kind of addressing pop culture stuff. Uh, you know, I'm always, always feel behind and I'm, I'm in my students eyes. I'm like 56. Um, that's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I'll ask them you know some question like they were talking about Forza the other day I'm like what is Forza and it's you know the racing game it's been around for forever and they're all into it uh but questions like that make me feel really old yeah so I'm really looking forward to uh somebody having somebody else tell me instead of having to ask students um yeah but anyway yeah I'm 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 really excited about the the new format and just kind of the all the different people that we'll be exposed to um, yeah, and all the resources and wisdom they have. And so that's something I'm hoping, uh, you know, to our listeners that we get to hear from you more. Um, and just before I forget, let me go ahead and say um, email address, uh, podcast at rym.org. So that's podcast at rym.org. Um, we want to hear from you uh, if you have questions, um, but we're also going to hopefully get, um, ways in which people can call in and ask questions. Um, this could be way down the line if that could be live or not. We've never done a live show, so maybe one of these days we could have a live show. But um, we'll, we'll have segments where youth workers are calling in, asking questions, and we'll discuss those a little bit more and have people on. And, Scott, like you said, I mean, that's something that um, we, we've really just enjoyed about this podcast is hearing from youth workers all across um, the world in a lot of ways. I mean, we've had people internationally on this podcast before. And so getting to, to hear from them and like you said, pop culture as well as technology. I mean, having those consistently um, on this podcast discussed. And then we'll, we'll still um, get into, like we said, some some interviews. And um, there'll be times where, you know, a question is posed by a youth worker that's going to be a little bit more detailed. And so that'll be kind of the more the main course. Um, there'll be times where we might just kind of answer it in more of a short format, but then times where it's a little bit longer and then we'll still have counselors and kind of the quote unquote notable guests on that we seek to have from time to time. Um, but so much of 
what um, I guess some of the origins of this podcast that I'd like for you both to speak to is just some of what takes place at, at youth leader training every year. Um, kind of those moments where you get to sit down at a table and just talk youth ministry. And I feel like this, this podcast is kind of sought to do that, to kind of capture some of those conversations. Um, and so maybe, you know, a little bit of a plug too for, for YLT, but Chris, Scott, talk a little bit about just youth leader training and kind of how even some of the discussion that takes place on here kind of mirrors that. Chris, you want to start us off there? Yeah. YLT, um, RYM's YLT is one of those things that, uh, like when I moved to Tucson, I told uh, my search committee, um, here, here are things I need in order to move it. But, uh, the thing, one of the things that I put on there as a non-negotiable was I have to go to YLT. Um, you hear people in youth ministry talking through the years about, man, I just feel like there's not a safe place for me to share my struggles. And, um, but then when I do find a, a group I can share my struggles with, they have no freaking clue how to relate to me in youth ministry. It is just such a niche um, profession. I mean, it, call it, it really is. I mean, even other pastors have a hard time relating at times. Uh, some youth pastors um, that I've just had friends with, been friends with for years, don't uh, have a safe session elder board or deacon diaconate or uh, leader team uh, oversight team or whatever uh, that they don't have a safe one that they can share their struggles of anxiety depression uh, stress or just struggles in youth ministry or needs for counseling needs for uh, wisdom Um, but then they have so they feel like they're on an island. I mean, they feel like they're alone. And that, that doesn't mean that their pastor is neglecting them. It, does, it just means that it's a really hard thing to communicate sometimes, uh, especially when you take your job really, really seriously and you're calling really seriously in youth ministry. It's very, very difficult to find people that understand you. And then oftentimes, unfortunately, it's hard to identify with other youth pastors in your own town because a lot of towns are very competitive with their youth and so to share with them kind of your struggles and your stresses, that can be risky too and hard too. So if that's you and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I wish there was a community of people like me in my profession, in my calling, that was safe for me to, to share my struggles, my pains, my joys, my hopes, my ideas, their ideas uh, in a safe environment that will continue after conference. I mean, I still talk to like Justin Pillsbury, like my crew from the first couple of YLTs 10 years ago. Like I still talk to those guys, those guys still, we still pray together and talk together and, and just lift each other up. And uh, that, if that's what you're craving and you're needing, go, go to YLT. And that's not, that's just talking about that one day where we have like the prayer time, you know, and kind of share where you are day. All the rest of it is like some of the best of the best and youth ministry thinking and counseling and I, look i'm excited about <laughs> like going to wildly not only because it's in nashville there's really good food and it's it's the south you know i get to go back but it is just a beautiful thing and especially like the singing when joe leads with his band is phenomenal music mm-hmm. uh that you're gonna you're gonna try to hire joe to come and be your music leader <laughs> at your church just, I, i'm just guaranteeing you that yeah don't don't do um, that we, we we want him at our lamb 
I've tried twice. <laughs> he's very satisfied where where he is, but he's doing a great thing. But it's like the music's great, the preaching's great. Uh, the RWAM team really, and they didn't pay me to say this, but uh, they should. But it, it it's like they really diligently work to to answer the needs of youth pastors, youth leaders, in a practical, humble way. And that's a very rare thing, I think, mm-hmm. in the world of youth ministry because. A lot of it is that Hollywood hot pink puff, how to wear sneakers and, you know, look cool and, and whatever. And RYM's like, let's get to the heart of this. And let's, how are we going to massage the gospel? How are we going to move? And how do you need to hear the gospel and be encouraged? So if that's where you are in life and you, you just want to grow in your field and your craft, you need to go to YLT. Don't be an idiot. And then you can do it yourself. You need to go. Well, and let me just say too, that was not scripted by any means. I had no idea what all Chris was going to say there. And um, I still feel like I can kind of plug YLT because I say this on this, I've said it on this podcast plenty of times. I have nothing to do with it. Um, it's all Michael and his his planning. Um, but it definitely was a place for me that I had to go to every every year on the calendar. I had to keep that marked off um, because it was such an encouragement. And like I said, you know, this podcast tried to capture some of that. Obviously, it's not going to replace the face-to-face time you get with youth workers, but we know and we I've heard from from youth workers from this podcast who are ministering in a place where they are very isolated. Um, that could be just from the church that they're in where they're not connected with their pastoral staff or they're the only kind of reformed-leaning church where they are and they just don't have that fellowship. And so this podcast gives them a little taste of that. Um, they get to hear other youth workers kind of doing the same thing, having the same struggles. They get to have professionals that come on that are answering some of the issues that they're they're wrestling with. And so it tries to kind of take some of the the YLT teaching, encouraging aspect and um, capture that in podcast format and get that out there. And so, um, yeah, with, with ROM's 50th, what we thought, okay, look, we want to – to do a lot of unique things through this ministry. Um, and we do have a lot of exciting resources that we'll, we'll tell you guys more about um, in 2022, Lord willing, that will um, come forth. But we thought, you know what, let's, let's kind of modify this podcast a little bit. Let's, let's try to capture a lot more, kind of more bang for the buck in this, this podcast. So um, that's kind of the gist. Uh, we'll continue to, to hone it. Hopefully um, the, the production quality will be a little bit more, um, part of the reason Chris is coming on board. Um, he's the, the tech guy and kind of knows some of that. So he can, he can help us out with that. Um, but John, I think you need to do an intro song to, to each segment, you know, like a, you like sing, I it. sing it. Yeah. I think that would be <laughs> yes, great. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> go. go ahead, John. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I can see the listeners already dropping off right now. Um, but, uh, but no, we, we hope, I mean, as RYM says this all the time, um, we want to serve the local church. We love the local church. And so um, this podcast exists to, to serve the broader kingdom. Um, we, we really hope it, it serves um, those who are listening. We hope that it equips and encourages those, those youth workers, be they, as the tagline used to say, full-time, part-time, or volunteer. Um, we want to serve youth workers. And just a reminder, we know parents tune into this as well. And so we, we hope that it serves parents well. Um, I was actually meeting and I've got to give a shout out to Phil Etheridge and Glenn Ulrich, um, who are two good friends of mine and uh, they are not in youth ministry, but they listen to this podcast. Um, 
mainly just because they're my friends. And, <laughs> um, but, but it's interesting to hear how they talk about the content from this podcast and how it still is applicable to them in their life. And so, um, we want this to serve youth workers for sure. But beyond that, we want it to serve, um, parents, um, as well. So, Anyway, Chris Scott, um, I thought it'd be good just to have you guys on to kind of help with some of that instead of listeners just listening to me talk about it, but kind of dialogue with you two. Anything else you, you think we need to clarify or mention um, before we close this thing out? Yeah, I think you said uh, before we actually got on the podcast, kind of the difference between this season and the previous one is this one's going to be more kind of a, a variety show, which is great for people like me who have kind of a short attention span or maybe just a short drive or short opportunities to listen to podcasts. Um, so I'm really excited about just kind of the, the different segments that are, uh, it's just going to be kind of moving the whole time and not mm-hmm. just a, you know, 45 minute one person talking kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too, because, um, one thing I want to add is we will have, um, timestamps in the show notes to this podcast. So if you are listening, you're thinking, I don't really care about the game or whatever. We'll kind of give you a heads up each episode. Hey, here's what's going to be featured on here. And then you've got the timestamps. You can kind of jump to different places in the podcast. Um, But we wanted to keep it all one because one of the, the things we heard early on was, you know, when we had the five different segments, it made it harder to search for certain things that were said and you didn't know which episode it was that you heard that on. And so we just lumped it all in kind of a longer format. So it's a little bit easier to search and to find. Um, but again, that's a little bit of the preview of what we hope to accomplish as anyone who's done podcasting for a while will tell you, sometimes you just launch it and then it's like, okay, it becomes kind of organically something different. So who knows ultimately where this will uh, lead and if this will kind of be the um, format going forward or if we'll kind of modify that um, as time goes on. But we're approaching 350 episodes. um, So who knows kind of beyond that where it's going to be. But Chris, Scott, really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on to, to be a part of this moving forward. Um, shout out to, to Linda as well as Kurt, who will be coming on, and then others who will be be joining us. Um, again, we, we hope it serves all of our listeners well. And uh, Chris, Scott, I just look forward to seeing you guys a little more frequently and, and having discussion about youth ministry. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without